This is How Was Your Weekend with Wendy and Brian. Go to Facebook.com slash Weekend Podcast for updates or go to BrianKilby.com. Hey, Brian. Hey, Wendy. How's it going? I'm good. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing all right. And the sun is out, which has not been normal in Nashville. It's been off and on. So, yeah, the sun's out here in uh, the Charlotte area as well. It's awful nice. It's a great day. It was hot yesterday. Dude, it went from being like spring weather to 93 the other day. And I was like, what? Whoa, whoa. Back up a few steps. We skipped spring. I don't want, I'm not ready for blistering hot yet. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just uh, look behind the curtain. Uh, so the last episode that we posted was actually recorded, I think, in late winter, early spring. So now we are almost in summer. We are almost in summer. So, uh, but yeah, we're, we're here. We're back. It's pretty awesome. It is. It is. We'll get back in our groove. We've had a lot of, like just stuff happening the first part of the year was busy busy yeah um i you know honestly i see my schedule opening up a little bit when it comes to stuff so i'm really excited about getting this and some other projects off the ground um you mentioned the weather though uh so you know my dogs are typically outside dogs most of the year my dogs are now back out and they're loving it oh my god they love being outside instead of being cooped up inside all you know during the winter so they're pretty stoked about that Yay. And how are they? Are they getting along? We're we're not having any other injuries or fights. They they haven't gotten into a fight in a while, but uh, yeah. Knock on wood and all the things. But yeah, so, but today and yesterday, um, they've been living for the most part, like uh, they'll be crated uh, and sleep in the basement. And I haven't cleaned it out in six months. And I'm going through and cleaning out the basement today. And it sucks so bad. It's uh, this is literal spring cleaning, but like, um, yeah, I've just been been busy with stuff and it's just uh, a lot of things going on. Life being an adult, as they say, which, you know, I think our parents probably would be like, oh, God, get over it. You know, but everybody's like using that. Oh, adulting is hard. It's like, well, you know, it's life. It's not really being, it's being responsible. So so I I'm probably an in an interesting uh psychological study for somebody like i you know oh, this I, is this is a fact i would love that we yeah. need to find somebody and then we could do <laughs> yeah. a podcast just on that for both of us but like <laughs> you know i live my life with like a what i would call a protracted like uh childhood or juvenile spin like i you know i collect toys and all that stuff um but it's i i don't know why but lately uh i've gotten back uh, into collecting and unpacking baseball cards and and other trading really? cards. Like so, you know, when I worked for you and we worked together, uh, everybody was into football, and I was always the weirdo who like had no sports that I ever talked about. I mean, like like Tar Heel well, basketball. Well, you did, but then the strike happened, and then that was it. I talked about it all the, the time. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've so I've really got back into buying baseball cards mostly new stuff awesome. um yeah but uh, a lot of old stuff too and uh i'm calling it I'm this i i'm calling it this personally it's kind of like a personal cardboard crisis for me <laughs> but i'm also trying 
<laughs> but I'm also trying to brand it that way. I'm I'm half thinking about starting a podcast about baseball cards. I sent some emails out to some friends, uh, who I'm not going to call out here on the podcast, but you know them all except for uh-huh. maybe one, and none of them responded back to me about doing it. So it's like, eh. But I've been like doing um on my Twitter at B Kilby. I've been doing unpackings. I'll like stream me opening up packs of cards, whether it's baseball cards. Actually, I haven't done baseball cards yet. It's mostly been uh, non-sports cards, heavy into like garbage pill kids. But like, I've been doing a lot of that lately, and I don't know if it's because I have a problem, or like it's one of those things. Sometimes I'll get into something, and I don't know if this is just an episode or if this is something I'm going to stick to. Yeah, but you had a passion for it before, like. I think about well, you and I briefly talked about it, but I feel like you get to a point where you've been adulting and you've been doing all the things in life when you had this hobby, whether it was as a kid or a young adult or whatever, and it made you happy. Right. And it was just like, uh, kind of, you figure out it was something that brought you like a sense of just peace or gave you like, just kind of good break from all the other norms of life or whatever you want to call it. And I think I've been in a place sometimes as of recent where I'm like, man, I used to do a lot of stuff as a kid, even as a young adult that as hobbies adult. and creative, like a, a creative outlet. And I've really just, I'm like, why did those all go to the wayside? And why in that moment was that really interesting? And would it be interesting again? So I think it comes back around because you deeply, enjoyed it at some point in your life and now maybe there's room for it again right maybe it's it's also possible like it's just completely unhealthy because <laughs> I, I don't want to say i have a gambling problem but like you know i always leave if i go to a casino i always leave broke and i always want to get more money out and i have a c- problem collecting things i try to collect everything and i can't just own one of something i, I want to collect all of everything I mean, you want the whole you want the whole series or the whole the whole collection. Yeah. So like with the baseball cards and trading cards it it, it serves both purposes because um so obviously there are multiple cards in a set. Say a baseball card set's like 700 cards, you know. I I'm not trying to complete sets, but I am trying to get like as many different varieties as I can. But also with like uh what they call chase cards or inserts where they put like randomly inserted cards of um you know they'll have like tops baseball they'll call they'll have things they call refractors where they have like a regular card but it has a, like um a different sheen to it or something or they'll have a different border and if it's one color border there's only maybe 200 in existence if there's another border there's like 50 in existence and another border is like 25 in existence so and those things have like uh i don't want to say an ascribed value but like certain cards have you know, an intrinsic value because people want them. Mm-hmm. So the, the the value of the card goes up. So I'm finding myself opening up packs just to see if I get any of those rare cards. And when- So that was what I was going to ask you. Because, right, like, if people collect things, there's a million reasons why people collect things. Sometimes it's just obsessive compulsive. I don't know what you call it. That's a fair way to put it. <laughs> I don't know if it, I would, I would, I can't cl- honestly clinically or anything say it's that, but... Like, it, is there an intended goal? Like, some people, it's like, I want to just get, I just want to get the Yankees or the World Series team from the Cubs the other year. Like, some people are very, very, like, specific about what they're trying to collect. For you, it sounds like it's a little bit of 
Um, there's some of it being about the value, you know, the current and potential value of collecting, but also there's all the different types. And so it's more of the interest of what, what are the chances in this? You're not coming from a a statistical mind, but I know you (laughs) also in your brain, I think you're going, okay, how many packs does it take for me to get these? It's that game, but it's the game in your brain that you're playing. Cause I know you well enough that it's this competitive, it's this fun, competitive, like playing the math of, well, what if I can get this and how many packs does it take? And yes, all that's that exactly too. it. Nailed that's it. exactly it. So yes. I, I, think w- I think one thing I pulled last week uh, was one out of 892 different packs that, you know, the, the chances are. Yeah. So like, in, the human brain is like, well, if I buy 892 packs, I'm going to get one. Well, no, it's not how statistics work. But I yeah. mean, that's how they're randomly distributed. So, yeah. you know, I think if, if you might say I bought 100 packs or something, not, <laughs> not at once, but like over the course of over time. Like, over over time, time. You know, I, I land that, and I'm like, yes, I, I you know, uh, beat the odds. Uh, yeah. But uh, other times, you know, I say, well, I've bought, this is supposed to show up once every, out of every 64 packs, and, you know, I've, I've opened 300 over the course of whatever, and nothing's shown up. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess there's a sort of a, a weird statistical thing in there, too. It's, that like I, a, it's like a puzzle or a game yeah. component to it, and you still, but you like the thing that's involved in the game. You like the cards, you like the sport, you like that kind of stiff, even though you may not be watching the baseball much anymore. I'm trying to to listen. So I, baseball to me has always been a a radio sport. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like they have the best announcers in baseball. So I, every single year, whether I listen or not, I uh, subscribe to MLB at bat and I at least listen to some games. I don't listen to a lot of games, but I'll, I'll at least listen to a, you know, a dozen games or so. Mm-hmm. Usually it depends. I'll try to listen to an, an A's game or sometimes I'll just check it in the middle of the night and see who's playing. And then I'll listen to like, you know, a random team that might just be playing like at 11 o'clock at night here on the yeah. East coast. So that's cool. I love this. I love that you're doing this, Brian. I think it's fun. Well, Wendy, so tonight, if you want to tune in, I'll be unpacking these packs from, 1978, two packs of Superman packs from 1980, Superman 2, from 1984, 3, Superman 3. So This is this is on your YouTube channel? It's on Twitter. Oh, so, Twitter. Okay. Okay. So it'll be tonight. But yeah. So uh, if you actually want to see any of that crap, you can get back to my Twitter. It's, it's all it's all out there. Just like click on media and sort through and you'll see him. Um, but yeah, I don't know what got me into doing this but like you haven't been in my office in months but now yeah. um like I that was an undertaking for like it really kills that was like an undertake like two-year undertaking to get all the the toys and collectibles kind yeah. of in and they're not all there still oh, no, they're not. and there's just a lot of stuff i've added some more so before uh the last time you were here i had space on the wall where stuff would go. Now I don't. Now it's all the Kalak shelving. Oh, wow. uh, so there's certain things that are still just in boxes. But the where my bookcase was over here the, near the desk, there's another Kalak shelf. Ah. And it's um like not covered because it, you can't literally cover it. But there's several like sports cards that are on it. Some of them, you know, dating back to some wrestling cards that are literal, to, literal tobacco cards from the late 1880s to uh you know just new stuff that i might pull that has an autograph on it or something so 
See, and that stuff, like, that's just, it's cool. And I think it's great that you're doing it because I feel like there is, if there's a, there's, if we're not careful, there's a generation who's quickly going to stop appreciating, like, truly vintage collectors and understanding, like, what it means to have that and what it took to, to, to preserve those things and hold on to those things and how those have historical value, right? Whether it's WWF wrestling or if it's the, you know, constitution, (laughs) like it shows a period of time and somebody's interests. And I think we sometimes depending on, on where you live and how you, you know, are exposed to things or whatever that gets lost a lot, even on the smallest things like that. So for somebody to have that, from that long ago like that's really really cool and it's a piece of history more than just what it is right there like you said it's tobacco all these things that the industries have changed the history of it has changed there's so much more history behind that one little thing than just its moment in time that i think people lose a lot of they lose when they think about those things um and people are just like oh it's just something somebody collected no there's like history behind it beyond just it being a collectible item yeah so i'm looking at my ebay uh, bid list right now and I have two of the exact same uh, wrestling trading card from 1933 that I have bids on 1933 yeah. oh my gosh like who like the majority of the US who would have thought oh 1933 there was like professional wrestling going on oh, yeah, there's it's a different version but it was still there right? and, it, and, and for the most part I think at that point everybody thought it was real so Oh, very good point. Maybe it was though, Kilbs. Maybe yeah, they're just I, beating the ever living snot out of each other. I remember one of the, like the first times you and I had lunch. Uh, it, was, it was one of those get to know you things, and I and you felt, were like this weird lady. Why does she want to bug me? No, no. You're, you're, it was one of the, it was one of those things. Like I sat and talked to you about wrestling, and I don't have any clue why I did that because it's not like wrestling is a huge, huge thing for me. It's a common thing, thing, yeah. But it's not like I, I watch a ton of wrestling. But it's it's yeah. I find it fascinating. But yeah. Uh, like, um, but yeah, so I'm just trying to, I don't know. Yeah. Trying to go back to, to re and, uh, re, uh, invigorate. Oh, wanna, yeah. Reinvigorate an old, uh, joy. And so, so speaking of that, um, so I have not, so this is the first time we've recorded an episode of this in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, the last episode is going to be posted actually here probably a day or so after recording this. Um, so we're going to try to get this back up and running. I can't promise how frequently we're going to do an episode or whatever. We're going to do our best. Yeah. We'll but, try to we'll try to do it at least twice a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's fair. Uh and you know, my my happy day in Wilkes podcast. I haven't recorded one of those in a while. I I really want to get back in that. I, I I'm having a hard time getting inspired, but I've been super inspired to do a couple other things. Um so our friend Heather who was on an episode of the the show with us uh, mm-hmm. a while back who I've really actually wanted to get on as uh, an occasional co-host or even, you know, a windy backup once in a while. But yeah. she and I are going to start another podcast and it sort of bounced back and forth between what it was going to be. Uh, we were going to do what I originally wanted to do, like a movie review podcast. Yeah. Cause that was, you guys, that was what we were talking about. When, yeah. Wasn't that the episode? Well, a couple things. But well, that she, was one she, thing. she was on about uh, the changing jobs. Episode. Oh, that was, yeah. Changing jobs. But then we talked about movies a little bit yeah. and then it was like, oh, 
Oh, I'm out of my league. I'm stepping back out of this. Like with with the the movies thing, she and Joe, they go see a lot of movies and all that stuff. And, you know, I I love movies. Of course, since I have the kids, I don't go to see nearly as many. But um, she and I were were talking and the idea was to do a movie review podcast. But it's really turned into we want to do like, I don't say professional development because that makes it sound like there's an actual goal behind it. But mm-hmm. like uh, uh, like a podcast about <laughs> again, it's not like office space, but like talking about talking through business problems, business you know challenges that we've had and we faced, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you know just just talk about like being a professional. And yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, she because she really enjoyed that episode. And I think you know we know so many people we can bring on as guests, maybe you occasionally. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. But um so uh, I think that's where we're going to go. But I still really want to do like the movie review podcast. So I'm thinking about darn it, I'm just going to do that on my own. Yeah. Um and I was thinking about how am I going to frame it up? And today it occurred to me, so I've owned this domain for years. Again, I collect things and domains are things I've I've collected and I'm trying to get rid of some of them. But I've owned this domain for years called onyourtv.com. Oh. Where where the idea was I, it was really just a way the original idea was, you know, I, my primary podcast, the big one I do is the Transformers podcast. And mm-hmm. we have a Roku channel and there are other ways to watch it on your TV. On your TV is just going to be like a way for me to tell people, oh, go to onyourtv.com to you know, learn how you can watch your shows on your TV. But I'm thinking that my movie review, movie review show that is probably just going to be me. It'll be a solo show, I'm thinking, will be uh, a review of not movies that are in theaters, but movies that are on home video. Or on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Interesting, yeah, like not, yeah, yeah, and because it's Amazon, for, yeah. all those different streams. Because it's harder for me to go out and see movies, I can you know watch something at home. And actually, yeah. And I just speaking of things I collect, I've just I, I uh, purchased a couple of apps where I can collect like my you know video game collection, my whatever collection, but like my Blu-ray collection, I just cataloged it using an app, and I have like two hundred two hundred Blu-rays, and. There's so many movies that I would love to talk about, so I'm thinking about you know rewatch doing, and yeah. talk about again, and probably other people are like, oh yeah, like you go back and watch or and or never did but wanted to kind of thing too. Yeah, yeah. I uh, like this idea. Yeah. So um, I really I have wanted to do that forever, and it's one of those things where I'm trying really trying to sort of build my personal website out. And actually, yeah. um, you and I talked about this. I actually haven't told you yet. I'll tell you now. Uh, the home for how is your weekend is now at my personal website briankilby.com because it really more it's really more about like you know less about like the nerd toys stuff you know yeah. <laughs> so like how how is your weekend really didn't fit on at tfradio.net so it's it's now been moved over there to your personal yeah because then you because ha- you have all your different all your different topics like yeah. all the brian kilby things out there that makes complete sense yeah so uh i think that's where all that stuff is just going to live and i'm going to try to blog some more too so you'll have so how many podcasts will that be with Heather and the movie one? This, I mean, so the peak that I've done at any one time was probably four or five. So it'll it'll be close to peak, but I don't. Those are typically weekly. I don't think this is going to be weekly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, maybe the thing with Heather is weekly. I don't know, but um, you know, I I I have the time to do it. It's just lately I haven't been motivated to do it. And I, I yeah. think I'm motivated right now. Yeah, it's kind of like it. It's time that it's. There's been a lull and some inconsistencies, which we all go through for 
you know, work or other things and life, like children, hello. <laughs> that changes all the, the, our ability to be consistent. I hear you there. I hear you there. That's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Like I think the, the idea with Heather, like the movie thing would, it would be great with her, but I also think, um, just because I had the honor of leading both of you, I think you both come from an interesting perspective on personal development, right? And and personal development in, comparatively in the workplace. Like, I think that would be a very good, very good uh, platform for you guys, especially if you bring in different guests, because you look at it... Um, I don't want to say non-traditional is not the word, right? Um, but I think you both look at it in a very much uh, more open-minded and non-conforming, maybe is the word. And not, and not don't mean that in a negative way at all. But I think you guys come from a, from a really good space. So I would love to hear that conversation. I think the way I try to approach business is a lot of people work, you know, to live. And I don't, I don't live to work, but yeah. I, I want work to... God, I hate, really hate the word holistic, but like, I want work to holistically be part of my existence. Yes. I, I enjoy work. I yes. want to, I want to enjoy my work. I want to like what I do and I want to have fun doing it. Yeah. And you know, some, that's antithetical to some people. Some people, you know, work is work and it doesn't matter. And, but like, I, I hate to say I have a hard time being motivated with certain things, but like, if I don't like my job, that's really going to just, throw off my mo my life mojo all yeah, uh, yeah exactly and i think that's most people whether they're willing to admit it or not right if you really if your job's not at least fulfilling some balance in your life whether it's how it challenges you or the people that you that you work with and feel accomplished whatever that check box is, or two is for you in your job if it's not working then yeah it throws off life in general yeah, I, I i know some folks though that are like you know if you know if they work 40 hours and you know i they'll be like i get paid really well in these 40 hours to be uncomfortable and not like what i do i don't care the money is worth doing it i'm like yeah i can't do that but it, and that's the thing it's like what yeah what are your what are what's the objective if money's your objective and you're willing to be miserable well okay if it's not you know that i agree like I think it's going to be good because I will say for both of you as a, as somebody who led you guys like you professionally challenged norms, you professionally oh, yeah, challenged so. approach and did all the things that a company would want um, in a way that made made us think, why are we doing it this way? Why can't we do it that way? You know, and and that's what most companies should want is, is challenge and truly mean it, not say it, but truly mean like, yeah, let's take a minute and really listen to what they're saying and, and should we change it and just, and, or just ask the question, right? You, you both are really great about just asking the question, not expecting anything different or changed or whatever, but you really in your, both of your <clears throat> work styles made you know, people think you pushed people to think and that I think will make a great, that's why you guys will make a great on that topic for sure. For sure. And I Look think, at it from all angles. I think this also would be something I, you know, could put like on my resume where I wouldn't be embarrassed. Like it's like, Oh, I do a transformers podcast. You know, I'm not going to put that on my resume. I don't think <laughs> maybe it's on my resume, 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. like I could put something like that, you know, that uh, that could raise my profile. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to, to see where these come along. More more Brian Kilby's never a bad thing. And like, you know, like I said, I sort of have the time to do it. I don't think the last time we spoke uh, that I had started my new job yet. And, you know, or you just had or you were about yeah. to like, yeah, we were right on. We were right on the verge there. So, so I didn't you were you weren't all the way in. So now we I think we talked about the fact that it was funny that you were now going to work in the pork industry and I was still yes, not yeah. in the pork industry. You should totally work in the discussed. pork industry, the protein industry. <laughs> yes. Uh, so so my job is work from home, which, mm-hmm. you know, for which I'm finding some challenges in working from home again. It's mostly a creating boundaries mm-hmm. um like work time is encroaching on personal time and sometimes personal time encroaches on work time and they blend in weird ways i'm, I'm still working through that but um you know when it boils down to it there you know now i'm not say in the office and i want to take a lunch break and i can literally just change chairs and you know i'm sitting at my home workstation i could record a podcast if i wanted to i could write a blog post where i didn't necessarily have that luxury before Mm-hmm. Or, you know, now my commute time is, you know, my commute time is pretty minimal before, to be honest, but now it's yeah. non-existent. Yeah. Like sometimes if I want to sign on at eight o'clock, I'll wake up at 7.50 and, you know, walk Max real quick and uh, be at work, be at work <laughs> on time. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, like I have my uh, Keurig here, like right beside my desk and I can just make coffee like in my office. So, um. <laughs> So I'm trying to like maximize my time, you know, with the kids, but you know, that's a, there's a finite time with the kids because they go to bed at eight o'clock every night. Mm -hmm. So between the time that I'm creating at home and creating after, you know, I've got time where I could, um, you know, do stuff and create. And I just really, I don't know. It's just something I I get a lot of value from. So absolutely go for it, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, uh, are you going to start sitting dogs again anytime soon? Hint, hint. I, uh, you know, I will say, and I know anybody who knows me and is listening to this will be just like, you're cringing right now. Um, but I mean, it, it, there's, there's, um, there's a bigger way of looking at it now for me than just it being about pet sitting. And I was making extra cash, right. For vacations and things like that. Now is, is I, I really, truly have started to miss it. Um, yeah. And, and I think, and, and part of it's the animals, right? I just have always had animals around me, whether they were my own or not. And um, it was a way for me because I can be a workaholic. I can throw myself so much into my job and things that I won't step away and be like, wow, I what the heck? That's not fun to do all the time. It's not what I want to do all the time. So it was actually a healthy thing for me on my weekends and during the week to break up, you know, just the routine of go to work, go home and do whatever. Um, it, you know, I enjoyed it. So I don't know that it'll happen this year. I think, you know, we're ha- over pretty much almost through halfway through the year. And, but I am, looking at ways to incorporate that back into my life. And then still, you know, one of our episodes was about making your side job, your, your long term, And so still looking at a way that I can make that something maybe in the next 
three to five years becomes more of my full-time thing or a really big part-time thing. And I only supplement it with another, you know, part-time job or something like that, because I do miss it. Um, I've been spending a lot of time with my family, um, the last couple months because of some things. And so I was like back in Iowa helping, um, my nieces with their pigs a couple weeks ago. And, I really miss that. Like I just click back into mode, right? It doesn't, there's a lot of things I've forgot about um, from when I was raising pigs and doing stuff like that. It's changed obviously in the many years, 17, 20 years, but there's just, it's innate in me to take care of animals. And um, I have a couple of friends here who have dogs. And so once in a while it's, I haven't pet sit for them because I've traveled so much for work, but if they're gone and, they need me to go pick them up from doggy daycare because they're running late or something. Like I went to a, Oh my God, Brian, we went to this, um, doggy play day. So the communities around here, there's such like big neighborhoods and it was like called doggy play day or something like that. And it was sponsored by like a well-known hot dog, <laughs> hot dog company here. Um, but it was basically like people just bringing your dogs to the park. There's a big dog park set up and like, vendors and stuff like that and uh there were so many dogs and it was like I mean I was like in heaven I was like this is the most awesome thing and I was just breed all the different breeds and uh my friend Katie who I went with has a Pomsky so it's a Pomeranian and a Husky mix oh my god how does that work so, so he's seventy five percent husky and only twenty five percent Pomeranian. So he's a little bit bigger, but a lot of them do fifty fifty. Obviously, it's an in vitro thing. Yeah, um, and but to. yeah, yeah. But uh, but he is like a big teddy. Like he's like a little miniature husky, but he looks like a teddy bear. He's so fluffy. I'm googling that right now. He's so unique looking. Um and. I, I mean, Kobe is just he's awesome, and he's only <gasps> oh a puppy. Oh, my God. Dude, they look like stuffed animals, huh? They're so cute. And he's like this beautiful kind of reddish-brown color. So he gets all the attention from the kids because he's so puffy, right? They're like, can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? But there was all sorts of, you know, the typical, like, doodle dogs and labs. And then there were two boxers that I was just like, oh, my God, there's boxers. And um, Yeah, you had boxers as a kid, right? I had I had blue healers and then I um, was lucky enough when I was working in Florida the summer before I graduated from college, this beautiful boxer just showed up at our door at the apartment and nobody ever claimed her. So I kept her. <laughs> oh, Charlie and Chester are boxers, which are they're great, except yeah. for that jumping stuff. That they well, do. and that's the thing. Yeah, that the jumping thing. So when I went up to them, the lady was like, we're learning not, you know, she's like, you know, I don't know if you know boxers, but she's like, you know, they like to like pounce and kind of box and like, that's their greet. I'm like, yep, nope, we'll do calm. <laughs> they didn't jump. And she was like, Oh my God. Yay. They didn't jump. But, uh, the most unique dog that we saw and it was right as we were leaving was this, this little Brown dog. And I, I was like, okay, don't think that that's a doodle mix. I'm like, this is, this is a really unique looking dog and just a really like either a mutt and I'm like, or it's a truffle dog. But seriously, who in Nashville is going to have a truffle dog? Like this doesn't seem I'm really losing my ability to like get breeds and figure these things out. So I started talking to the lady and her daughter because her daughter loved Kobe. And 
I said, so what kind of dog is he? And she's like, he's a truffle dog. And I was like, oh my God, I got it right. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, seriously, you, you have a truffle dog in Nashville, Tennessee. She's like, yeah, I know. And she goes, there's, she's like, we just kind of stumbled across him and found him. I, I don't even know like the full story, but, uh, yeah, there was a truffle dog and I was just like, this is awesome. And we're like, does he like destroy your backyard? Even though you don't have truffles, probably. She's like, no, but he digs all the time. (laughs) And so I just, in that moment, like that little bit of a, that definitely is like, I need, I need to get back involved with something. And it's not, it's not just about volunteering at a shelter or, being around dogs or getting my own dog. You know, I think a lot of people are like, Oh, it'll just be solved if you have your own dog. And it's, it's more than that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I will, we'll get through this year and then, and even maybe before the end of the year, I might set up a Rover account or do something and just be very selective and start back slow, but I miss it. I miss the dogs. Uh, one of my dear friends had to put her dog down yesterday. And oh, no. I mean, I've known that dog since she was a puppy. I lived with them and I, and all that, but I was like, I took care of her a lot. And, um, and even other people, you know, who I've pet sit for, I'm still really connected with them and they let me know how their dogs are doing. And if they pass, like, I'm just like, Oh, makes me sad, you know, but I, I loved those dogs. It was fun. It it was good for me. I enjoyed it. And I think it was good for the animals and it just gave me, purpose that was bigger than working for some big corporation where didn't really matter about anybody being happy or, you know, what the purpose of what they do is not necessarily, uh, more joyful than that. So yeah, maybe we'll see. It's not, it's not far from my, from my thought process on a daily basis. So, and I saw some of the houses where you would sit and I just want to say that I aspire someday to be in the income bracket where you could, you know, for me. I would have to say, uh, comparatively, I've never asked any of them for 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 sure, because again, it was just extra cash for me, so I didn't model it to be cut, like to make it to where that was my main source of income, which I could have done. Yes, um, you could have done that. But yes. most of uh, yeah, most of those people would have said Wendy was really cheap. So, <laughs> I mean, so like, how many you know? Again, how many people have like you know? a director of a fortune 40 company dog sitting for them. So (laughs) your dog sitting resume is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I do. I think, I think there's that. And, uh, there's a couple other things actually, uh, as I've thought about, uh, just some stuff that went on at the beginning of the year and talked to another buddy, um, um, finding hobbies and getting back to my creative space. Um, because I used to actually be pretty creative. Um, and did a lot of like arts and stuff as a kid. And, and it's not like painting or any of that kind of stuff, but crafting. And I always like to build, I've always liked, even though I'm not great at it and I didn't put a lot of attention around it. I think if I would have focused my energy on building things, um, but, uh, I got a couple other things brewing that I'm like, wow, it's way left of what I do today. But I think about it from a, different perspective and i i think if i could do something with that it would be great too and so i'm i'm brainstorming about how to put that part back into to work for me too because i did i like i i i prefer like 
I like mental work, right? I like all of that, but I like when there's a physical component to what I do as well. So same with animals, right? You, you got to be active. So um, this other thing would be, would be not like active, like walking dogs or anything like that, but it would require physical, physical labor and things like that, and, but totally brain-based. You so, know, digging ditches is honest work. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and you need more and more people willing to do that. I would rather be physically exhausted at the end of the day than mentally exhausted that I am most days because I feel like I don't have, once I'm mentally exhausted, there's there's really less of me that I'm going to put into anything else where if I'm physically exhausted, I still have some mental capacity to push myself through to a couple, do a couple other things, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I, I want to say, uh, I don't know if you're talking about, uh, if you're thinking about the person I'm thinking about, but um, our friend Dennis, you know, left his uh, job a few years yeah. back. Um, when he was working with us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to open a barber shop and he you know he has a barber shop now and uh -huh. I'm, a, I'm a customer yeah and god i'm so jealous of him he so i uh last time i was in um north carolina just for a brief visit i um stopped by i drove in because i was so proud of him and i mm -hmm. was i was such a part of that point in his life as far as i mean he was working on our team and and i just got to see him commit to it right and just so proud of him so incredibly proud of him and i see others from our team doing some things too right you have your stuff but people going back to school like other stuff like that but it was like he was set on it and he made a decision and he saw it through and i just you know and i have another friend here who she's recently done that in the last year and I think for me, I've always thought you have to have it figured out. You have to have the plan. You have to know exactly what path you're going down. And and they both have been like, you just got to start. Yeah. You just got to start doing it. And so last time I saw him, he's like, you know, Wendy, I think we really need to talk. Like, I think we, I really want to talk to you about how this came full circle for me. And, um, I really, I do, I want to take that time because we talked about it in, you know, pieces and I knew a lot of it, but I think now that he's there, it's been up and running, he's got some other things going on. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much I can learn from him. And so, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'm so proud of him. It's and, such a cool little shop. And he gives a phenomenal haircut. It's the best haircut of my life. And you don't have much to cut, but. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but it's got to be done right. Regardless. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I've got some things buzzing in my head, but I do. I miss the dogs. Um, I still have this big vision of the, you know, having the most incredible dog, uh, dog sitting facility ever in my brain. I just got to, you know, win a million dollars or something first. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I almost forgot uh, when we were sort of brainstorming what we were going to talk about. I completely, I'd completely forgotten that I wanted to talk about Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat died. <laughs> Grumpy Cat. She was only seven, and she died. I didn't even know Grumpy Cat was a girl. Yeah. I mean, I know the memes, but I knew nothing about Grumpy Cat. Her actual name was Tartar Sauce. Oh, well, I'd be grumpy, too, if somebody yeah. named me Tartar Sauce. <laughs> and, Come on, uh, man. She died. I, I, I was shocked that this could happen. I guess anything could happen. She died as a uh, uh, complication due to a urinary tract infection. 
which is common in cats, unfortunately. UTIs on breeds too. Yeah, but like death due to a UTI is that that's pretty common. Well, no, but you no. <laughs> I mean, you worked in you work. I mean, you, you, obviously, you have your your degree. Yeah, in no animals. death. No uh, UTIs are can't common in cats and household yeah. cats a lot. Yeah, but but not to the point of death that I recall. Yeah, but it's just been a while, yeah, so I don't a, know. That's but that's that's unfortunate. So. Mm. You know, pour one out for Grumpy Cat. It made me think. So we live in a lot of ways vicariously. So wait, if you pour one out for Grumpy Cat, does it have to be milk? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Or okay, tuna or tuna, uh, <laughs> tuna can or something. Yeah. Okay, okay, respect. But, Got but it. In a lot of ways, like we live vicariously through other pet owners uh, mm-hmm. on the internet when you know they show off their pets. Well, or, so many pets are becoming influencers, right? Yeah, like, like they literally are. Like but, it's like we live in a world where pets have. When, but Wendy, I don't want I don't want to I don't want to sound horrible, but I think about this. Norbert's eight years old. Norbert, oh, I love Norbert. Yeah. Like if something happened to Norbert, it would It'd be sad. It would, oh, Wendy, I would be inconsolable. Okay, I got to recall that day because then we I may need to make emergency trip to North Carolina. Yeah. So, uh, but like Norbert's a smaller breed. Smaller breeds mm-hmm. tend to live longer. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully Norbert has a long life ahead of him. But like, yes. if something happened to that dog, uh, be sad. I would. I would. I. Like I. God. Like that would bother me more than the death of some people that I you know that have been in my life, and I hate to put it that way. But well, I think honestly, like I, I know you may think it sounds crazy, but I don't know that I. I have friends that wouldn't disagree with that, right? An animal. There's a lot of people who will miss an animal a lot more than other people in their life, typically because an animal always, it, it just, it's a different, it's a different relationship. It's just, it's an, uh, it's an undeniable loyalty and things and they, they don't hurt you like humans can hurt you, right? Or disappoint you as much as humans can. So I think a lot of people would say that losing an animal would be a lot sadder than some people in their life, unfortunately, but it's the truth and it's because of the human yeah, like I, I component lost, of it. <laughs> I, I lost somebody recently in my life, but you know they were in their nineties. Uh, for my entire life, they were always older. I certainly loved the person. Yeah, but there was I hate to say it. I was always sort of anticipating though their departure. Yeah, just due to their advanced age, and uh, you know that hit me nowhere near as hard as like the last pet that I had to die, which was my uh, cat uh, Doobie, who died back in twenty thirteen. Uh, like his death, like hit me way harder than that person who will go unnamed. Uh, and, uh, like when buddy was going through cancer and buddy, I, I'm hoping is cancer free, Buddy is, you know, uh, Yay. yeah, buddy, buddy's doing really well. Good. Uh, but like, uh, but like when we decided, when we decided we were going to stop treating buddy, um, that was like horrific. That was like, it felt like ripping, you know, my heart from my chest. Yeah. And it just so happens that he sort of. I was also that point was when he started made he made that turn. It just so happened to uh, coincide with us, you know, deciding we're going to stop the um, treatment. But that was horrific, and uh, yeah, animals are very, very important. It's tough. Yeah, they're it's a different relationship. You can't compare. You can't compare those the the human relationship to a pet. It's just not possible. It's not possible. Oh, I guess I could tell you this. I don't think we've talked about this. I do have a pet now. What? A fish. You have a fish. Yes, Lucio. So my team. Is it a beta? (laughs) Yeah. It's a beta. Yes. Okay, that was a guess. 
So my my team at work, I again, I work a lot. I get it. I don't expect that from my team. It's just I I work hard. I always have been that way. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, but they were like, this woman needs to get out of the office at five o'clock. Like this, she got she has to have something else to focus on. So they really wanted to get me like a puppy. They were dead set. They wanted to get me a puppy. So I would leave at five o'clock. I'd have a reason that I had to get out of the office, all this kind of stuff. I was like, please do not get me a puppy. I had other things, travel coming up and all this. I was like, no, 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 not a good time. Not a good time. And I didn't know how serious they were, but I was being very clear. Like, even if you're, you are just no. And then they're like, okay, what about a guinea pig or a hamster? I'm like, no. oh, no, you ate, no. you've eaten guinea pig before. I couldn't have that as a pet. <laughs> Something that I've eaten before. I was like, nope, no rodents, please. Like, not, no, no, nothing against those as pets. Like, great, but not. I take a rat. Good. I and take a rat so, as a pet. Well, my mom would never come and visit me if I had rodents as pets. Maybe a guinea pig she could handle, but if a or anything, anything, rabbit. Well, then it was a rabbit. And I was like, I had rabbits before. I don't want a rabbit in my home. Like, rabbits are outside animals to me. Yeah. So then I, I didn't know where they were going to go. I didn't know if they were just going to give up. And I was like, I really don't need a birthday gift like this, but they were just torturing me. And I seriously was freaking out that they were actually going to buy me a hamster or something. And I was like, what am I going to do? Because I don't want to offend them, but I really don't want this pet. (laughs) So I, uh, I, they comes to my birthday. They give me this massive box and I'm opening it up and I'm it's in the office and you know how much I like attention. Yeah, like I'm huh. just embarrassed because it's like this scene and I'm not okay. So then I open the box and I go inside and there's a PetSmart box, like hamster box. Oh no. And I was like, I was like, you can't get me, you can't give me a hamster at work. Like I can't have this live animal in the office right now. Like it's not like I have my own personal space. Like we work in this big open space. And I open it up and there's a fish inside the hamster box. And so uh, Lucio has been in my life since March 26th and he's pretty happy. So that's awesome. So my friend comes and checks on him and feeds him if I'm not in town. Um, But yeah, I do have Lucio now. So, you know, we just chill. He's pretty, he's pretty low key. I don't have to worry about my schedule too much How long do betas live? Well, a lot of people are, you know, like, oh, they live like maybe a year or whatever. But I've had two before. I had one. I got one in college and it lived. I moved him across two. I moved him twice. I think he lived like three years, three or four years. And then I had another one. I think they Sharky. I don't know. Fair's going to correct me. She hears this and think it's wrong. Yeah. Rambo. Rambo was my first one because when I put the mirror up, he like got all blown up and i was like dude chill out rambo i don't know and then it just stuck and then the other one was sharky and that was one that my friend fair and i had when we lived together um in north carolina and he lived a few years too but i have a friend who i think the longest she's had one is like five so they i generally think depending on who it is that's if it's a child or something it might be like a year or two but uh i know people it's like five to seven years they've had them okay so it's all about the care, just like anything else. So yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so, but I'm sorry to hear about Grumpy Cat. Yeah, same. Yeah, you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens. Life happens. Life happens. <laughs> so, Wendy, what are we going to talk about next when we uh, get back together? What are you thinking? What I, do you think? I don't. I don't know. What do you think? 
Um, I've, I've got a couple things I need to actually I've wrote down. I just need to email them to you and then you'd be like, yay, nay or whatever. Like if I go too far into content into one of your other worlds, ah, but fine. we'll come up, we'll, we'll come, come up, up with something. some stuff. We'll come up yeah, with I, yeah. I think, uh, I think I got a couple, a couple ideas we can okay. talk about. I'm okay. not going to the world pork expo this year. Bummer. I well, they're actually going to cancel it. What? Yeah. Because there's like, uh, the swine, whatever I don't know, it's like the swine flu but there was some other kind of disease going on and so oh. in, inter- internationally so they didn't want the international visitors coming in because wow. it's you know airborne and like contact so but they're they kept the show they canceled the pork expo like vendor piece and everything like vendors and all that aren't going but they're holding the junior show still oh so. okay well at least there's that yeah, but I'm not going to go this year. I'll go to the Iowa State Fair this year. So okay. we'll, that'll be a topic because I've never been. And I heard it's like the one of the top state fairs in, in the U.S. Well, that's something. Yeah, so we'll have that to talk cool. about in we'll, August. We'll talk about that then. Okay. Well, awesome. We'll see you then. Awesome. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to How Was Your Weekend with Winnie and Brian. Look for updates at facebook.com slash weekendpodcast or go to Brian Kilby. 